Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Realtor Coach here with Stephen Young. So this week I want to talk to you about uh, the equation that I use to talk to all realtors about how to increase their sales. It's P plus O equals money. So the equation here is this. So we're going to be talking about this today. For those listening on the podcast, I'm holding up a graphic. It just has a very simple equation. P plus O equals money. P is people, O is offering and obviously money is commissions is what you're after here so today we're talking about the offering side of things this is a lead generation technique most realtors sadly they're into lead receiving which is they're very passive in what they do in terms of the marketing but you need to be in a lead generation business which is keeping you active in the marketplace so today's technique i was actually talking to a realtor last night giving them a coaching call and it's a technique i'm actually surprised myself that i have not yet recorded and discussed because i speak with so many realtors about it. it's one of the easiest things to do it doesn't cost you any money or can but you just shouldn't uh, and at the end of the day we're trying to get you into the point where you are um, actively doing this every single day because you're in lead generation business not lead receiving lead receiving is like things like referrals passive um, passive uh, referrals from or passive leads from you know, like things like direct mail programs, postcards, things of that nature, where it's not actively, you're not actually actively pursuing anyone. So this equation, P plus O equals money, uh, we're not talking about acquiring people today. What we're gonna be talking about is the CMA. Now, uh, CMA stands for Comparative Market Analysis. It's quite um, common in the business, but no realtor that I speak with, very few anyways, know how to do it properly. So we're talking about active lead generation, two sellers with the CMA, and we're gonna give you an offering today. So what I coach people with, if you don't understand this equation, if you don't know who I am or what I'm about, I've been coaching realtors up for the last eight years now, and I've been in the real estate business for 15 years. I've been starting my own brokerage almost 10 years ago, and uh, a byproduct of starting your own brokerage is you're coaching realtors on a daily basis. Sadly, what I've learned over the years is one, realtors, they don't invest in real estate, which is uh, unfortunate. It's the only business I know of in the world that you can sell something you don't own. And, and two, they're not coached very well. They're not coached properly. They're coached by people who don't know how to do it themselves. And I can, I can make a wide um, statement about that because I've been in this business long enough to understand it and I've had success enough to, to understand uh, how uh, in dire need this business is of a correction. And I'm sure there's one coming in the foreseeable future. So. Uh, that being said, this is where I developed this equation because so I had to simplify it as much as possible because I had to get out to as many people as possible. So at the end of the day, you have to speak to more people and you have to offer them something when you're in front of them. That's, that's the equation. It's very simple. So our mantra here is two people a day and five offers or offerings a day. And so that's, that's 10 people a week, 25 offers a week. And you're saying, well, talk to me a little bit about this. So today's example, we're talking about the CMA and how you're going to make an offering to someone, whether it's a seller uh, or somebody who would be potentially as an investor or someone who wants to buy a secondary or third or fourth or 10th property. So that's what the CMA does. It gets your foot in the door and it's an active lead generation uh, component of real estate and real estate sales. So at the end of the day, most realtors come to me if they say, look, you know, I like what you're doing with the CMA model and I want you to teach me how to do it. I say, well, you build the CMA first and send it to me because I really want to correct what most people do. Most agents are not taught how to do one properly. And if they are taught, it's taught uh, in a very um, uh, archaic way. It's not, it's not done in, a, in an up-to-date 2018 uh, modern way of thinking. So very few people actually do it. 
and they do a pro they don't do it properly. So I'm here today. I'm not here to talk about specifics of the CMA, but just the overall st uh, strategy behind how you do the CMA. So when it comes down to it, the CMA is um, it, it, when I talk to any client, whether it's a seller or a buyer, they always want to know the value of the real estate because if you're a seller, for example, and you're not selling your home, you just bought your home, let's say this year. You're not going to be interested in selling your home over the next 40 years. That's just how it works, okay? If it's your principal residence, you're going to start a family, you're going to raise children, you're not going to move unless there's something catastrophic that's going to happen to you. You know, loss of job, uh, loss of a loved one, uh, moving to a different city for whatever reason. Like, it's something that's not fun for anyone. Uh, very few people sell for enjoyment or for investment. Uh, you know, mainly investors like myself, that's what I do it for. But when it comes down to it, uh, knowing that mentality of sellers, uh, you know, I live in a fairly affluent neighborhood and I get door knocks all the time from agents and I don't understand why they, they come to my door. They disturb me in my place of residence. The, my, it's my sanctuary. Uh, my kids are usually sleeping when they knock on the door, which really frustrates the heck out of me. So they already start off on a bad foot with me. And then they don't know who I am, which is another weird thing. If you're not, if you're gonna do door knocking, do some investigation work before you go out there. But the worst thing of all, they come to my door and they say, hey, I wanna sell your property, or you're interested in selling. I'm saying, yeah, I'm interested in selling. What's my house worth? And like, I'll have to get back to you on that. Look, you have an opportunity here to potentially make a sale, make a commission, and you don't know the value of the home that you're talking to the person of. That's a big problem. So if you're, if you're a new agent or experienced agent and you door knock or you, uh, you know, have a farming area that you work with or in and you don't understand the values of the homes you're dealing with, you're dead in the water. You're never going to make a sale. So just stop doing it. You're just wasting everybody's time and you're frustrating the people who are doing it properly. Because when I go out there and when I talk to sellers and CMAs and values of homes, they're always saying, oh, but this realtor said, you know, they're going to get back to me and it's worth, you know, you know, double what you said it is. I'm just like, well, they don't know what they're talking about. But at the end of the day, what we want to do is make sure you're doing it properly. So if you're going to do something like door knocking or you're going to do something like farming a neighborhood, and by the way, most agents don't farm neighborhoods, they fish neighborhoods. The big difference is if you're a farmer, have you ever gone past a farm field where there's one stalk of corn sticking out in the middle of the field and there's nothing else around it, just soil? No, you've never seen a farm like that. But most realtors think they're farming. Most, real, most farmers have a like 90 to 95% yield of their crop. They'll only lose a very small percentage of the crop through whatever, dehydration, not enough soil, not enough light, not enough, whatever the cause is. So I don't know why realtors think they're farming. They're not farming, they're fishing. They're putting a little piece of bait on a hook. They don't know what kind of bait the fish wants. They're dropping it down to some water they can't see underneath and they're hoping and praying something bites the bait. And sadly, that's what most realtors do. So I'm here today to talk to you about the 99% of people who are, aren't interested in selling real estate, who don't want you bugging them and disturbing them, and who want to know the value of their home and do it properly. So what we do here um, at The Realtor Coach is we have this equation and we drive this into all our realtors' heads. People so equals money. So the more people you meet, the more offerings you give them, the more your business is gonna thrive. So, just think about that for a second. If you met two people a day, which is really like a low barrier of entry, that's why we keep it so low. We just want everybody doing it. Two people a day, Monday through Friday, that's 10 people a week, that's 500 people a year if you take two weeks off the year. If you take more time off, it's just less people, but that's okay. But what would your business look like if you were in front of 500 people 
next year or even by the balance of this year if you really want to go after it and increase that number. So most agents, they have a lead generation problem. They don't know how to do it properly. And two, they have a people problem. They're not in front of enough people. Most agents are secret agents. They're double O agents. They're, you know, the James Bond of real estate, which is not a good thing. You want people to know what you do. You want people to know how to get a hold of you. You want people to know that you know what you're talking about. All these things are very, very important when it comes to real estate and real estate sales. So the CMA technique is quite simple. So uh, for example, if you look at your marketplace, you know, here in Toronto, we did 118,000 transactions last year in the GTA, and there's about 5 million homes that account for that. Uh, include that, that includes like condos and all that stuff. So like, like doors itself. Uh, that makes up like less than 1% of the market. So 99% of the market you're talking to and advertising to and quote unquote farming uh, is not going to work with you. So you're throwing money away 99% of the time. So what we focus on is that 99% group. If they're not interested in selling this year or next year or the next five or 10 years or 40 years, do they still have value to you as a realtor? And I'm saying 100% unequivocally yes. And you need to understand that that is a better market. It's an untapped market. You have very little competition in that marketplace. For people who don't want to move, but who still want sound real estate advice, whether it's uh, buying, selling, investing, uh, you know, referring you to someone, they still want someone who knows what they're talking about. So a technique that we use here is what we're going to talk about today is the CMA technique. So uh, I've never met a seller who doesn't want to know the value of their home. And that's just plain simple. Whether they're selling it and they bring me in to sell the property for them, the number one thing is what's it worth? They couldn't care less who I am for the most part. They couldn't care less what company I work for. And I know that because I've worked for several, including my own, no one cares. Uh, they just want to know what the price they're going to get and money in their pocket. That's, that's it. That's the number one thing. Down the road, five, six, seven, eight, maybe the 10th step, they're like, okay, what are you going to do for me that someone else at Remax is not going to do for me or whatever the other company is, okay? Um, at the end of the day, it's, it's what are you going to bring to the, to the table uh, in terms of the price that you're going to give sellers. Now, there's a lot of agents out there who buy listings, and we're not going to get into that today, but they overprice things and overpromise and underdeliver to the sellers. And that's, again, it's not good for the business. It's not good for realtors at large, but sadly, that's part of it. So the technique we're talking today is we want you building five CMAs per day. Okay, so the equation to, uh, sorry, P plus O equals money uh, commissions is people plus offerings uh, equals commissions. I've never had a client send me a commission check without me doing anything. I've never written a deal and not had a client to sign that deal and somebody still sends me a commission check. People and offers has to bring a commission check. It's just part of the equation. So what we're talking about is the offering side of things today. What are you actively doing to give them an offering uh, today, so we want you doing two people a day, five, uh, five CMAs per day in this example. So the offerings can be anything, but today we're focusing on CMAs. But at the end of the day, you can do CMAs quite quickly. Uh, mine usually take uh, under 15 minutes. We've even got it down to around 10 minutes on some days for depending on what we're doing. Uh, condominiums specifically, we can get even, even faster than that. And when it comes down to it, one of the things we focus on is not just the value of the home. One, the CMAs are somewhat irrelevant because you're using past information and you're using information that you don't have all the information for. For example, uh, if you used, if you're in a neighborhood like mine, there's not a lot of activity to begin with, um, but you wouldn't know what the seller is going through and the reason behind the sale based on the information you can get online. Unless you have some type of inside track to all the sellers, you're just hypothetically giving a number out there. That number is a skewed number because people sell for lots of different reasons. 
you know, the comparable property you're using, was it, was it done because they're about to go bankrupt? You know, did they sell it because they've spent, you know, $300,000 on gold fixtures and they want the money back? You know, is it sold because, you know, uh, you know they're, they're, they're being foreclosed on? Like, you don't know the reasoning behind the sale. You just see the number. And most agents use that number and they think, oh, that must be what this property is worth. And it's not the case most of the time. So CMAs aren't really worth all that much, but it does give you a ballpark idea of what the market's doing and where it's moving. And that's what you want to give to the sellers because at the end of the day, they want an idea of what it is. So what I would recommend you do is do five a day, pick an area, a neighborhood, if you want to farm it, you're fishing a neighborhood, then fish the neighborhood and build five CMAs per day. Okay, Monday through Friday. Um, so it's 25 a week. You're saying, oh, I don't have the time to do that. Well, what are you doing now? You know, like, are you spending an hour a day on Facebook? Well, don't do that, okay? The sellers are not there the way you want them to be there, okay? There's no push a button and you get a commission check today. That's just not how it is. So at the end of the day, you've got to figure out what you're doing uh, on, the, on the, your daily side. And we've talked about that many times with time management, but we're not going to talk about that today. But I know you can carve out an hour a day. You know, even if it's before you get to work or even after you get out to work, you can do five a day. It's very simple and very easy to do. So this is what I would do, and this is what I still continue to do. I'll build, uh, well, I do 25 a day. <laughs> not, not, excuse me, not all offers, uh, not all um, CMAs, but there's like offers in there, there's offer rings. It's just getting people to get my phone number ringing. I'm lead generation every single day. So it's, I'm actively doing it. Uh, but part of what I do every single day is do CMAs, and this is how I do it. So I'll build a CMA based on recent activity of the, of the neighborhood. If there is no recent activity, there's ways to extrapolate that. We won't get into two specifics of how to build, a, build one, because we're gonna give you an, a live example of how to do it. Part of the CMA process is, here's your principal residence, here's your home, here's what is worth based on some recent sales and some active sales. So what, what's actively on the market, right? So that is how you usually determine price of homes, is based on recent sales plus what your competition is doing. So for example, the first, you know, if you, the last three sales were at $2 million each and activity right now is everything's at $1.5 million, you gotta say, is the market, you know, is something wrong with the marketplace? Is the market going down? Is it the wrong home type? Like what is actually going on? So it gives you an idea of both sides of the coin and that's what most sellers want. They want to see that idea. They want to see that activity. And by the way, they don't have access to this. Most, the, there's a, most jurisdictions now in North America, they're getting more and more access to the general public, but at the end of the day, they don't care. They really couldn't care less to go to some website and enter information, try and get the value of their home. And by the way, it's usually off, like, like go, go to Zillow.com or whatever it is, and most people will tell you there's way off on the valuations. Um, most realtors anyways will tell you that. And that's really the people who count at the end of the day because appraisers are wrong, most people are wrong, but when you want to get a sales price that's like a true market value, you got to talk to a local expert, which is usually a realtor. So you have to be that expert. You've got to be that local expert. And what we want you to do is get that recent sales, active sales, and come up with a ballpark number. Let's just hypothetically say it's $2 million. So at the end of the day, you, you build the CMA, and most CMAs I've seen from agents are like six to seven pages long. Mine are 20 to 25 pages long. And you're like, well, how do you get it so long? A large part of what's in there isn't just about the home. It's about the neighborhood, it's about the demographics, it's about the, what's going on with the marketplace in terms of an overall market report. Most boards in North America have um, 
uh, a dedicated real estate board that they will produce information based on previous sales of the previous month. It's a very important document. Here in Toronto, we have the market report that Trev puts on. It's a fantastic report. It's done very, very well. Uh, and we use that as well. We don't use the whole thing. We just use parts of it to build up our CMA valuation. So one of the things I do, and this is where earlier in the conversation I said, I said CMAs can cost you money, but they don't have to cost you money. So you can build a CMA without, um, <clears throat> without spending any money other than the cost of printing the paper. Um, but what I do is I spend money on the actual, I do a title search of every CMA that I do. It'll cost them about $30 a title search. And you say, well, that's a lot of money. And yeah, it is when you're doing 20, 25 a day. If you're doing five a day, it's 150 bucks a day. And yeah, that's expensive. But if you look at your overall marketing budget, what are you doing? Where are you spending your money now? And what is the return you're getting? And I'm going to get to why it's important to justify that. And there's, there's ways around spending the money on the $30. There's some jurisdictions who do it for free outside of Toronto. In Toronto, just, we have to pay for it. Um, but what we do is we, we'll get a valuation of the, sorry, the title search will tell us how much of a mortgage is owed on the property. So where am I going with this? So what we want to know is create a report, essentially, with a summary document saying, hey, seller, Mr. or Mrs. Smith, your property at 123 Main Street is worth $2 million. And here is attaches your title search. And on your title search, it says you owe a mortgage of $1 million. Did you know that you have a million dollars of equity to your name? And by the way, it, most people do not know what equity means. So we give a very small, quick, brief explanation of what equity is. And on top of that, we say, hey, by the way, did you know you can get, you know, one, two, three, ten properties with a million dollars of equity? Did you know you can get deploy, you know, two, three, four hundred thousand dollars to a mortgage to someone and get 10 or 12 percent a year annualized? Did you know that you can get into this investment property? And part of our CMA and our summary letter is, yes, by the way, your home is worth this. This is how much equity you have in the home. But let me show you what you can do with it. Okay. People want to know what they can do with it. Most real, uh, most uh, realtors wouldn't know how to speak to people about, about how to unlock that equity. They'll refer them off to somebody, a broker or someone who does it, or they would just won't know. Or they're sadly, most of the time it's like, Hey, I think you should sell your home to unlock the equity. It's the worst thing you could do. And part of our summary sheet is also that it just says, you know, you should not be selling your home. Well, obviously this is obviously specific for Toronto, but like homes in Toronto appreciate between 12 to 14% a year. There's not too many things that people own that appreciate at 12 to 14% a year on the multi-million dollar basis. So I always recommend don't sell your home, but I show them how to unlock the equity there so that they can actually enjoy the equity. There's no point of just having it. It's what we call dead equity. You can't really do anything with it. You can't sell your garage if you want to go on vacation and you know come back and then hopefully you can figure out how to put a garage back. It doesn't quite work like that in real estate. You gotta sell the whole thing or nothing. And at the end of the day, you've got to remember that uh, one, people want to know what the value is, but most people don't know what the equity is. They don't know what the value of the home is if they were to sell it, and then what, they, what kind of check would they get from their lawyer, or from you know, the broker, closing uh, title company, whatever they do. Um, and would, at the end of the day, you gotta say, look, if I could show you how to buy two, three, four properties based on this valuation, would you be interested in meeting with me? And most of the time, over 90% of the time, people call me and say, I'm really interested in talking with you over coffee or whatever it is. I'm coming about it in a way, I'm not saying, hey, knocking on your door, hey, I wanna sell your home. Most people don't wanna do it. 99% of people will not sell their home this year or next year, okay, in your marketplace. And at the end of the day, <coughs> excuse me, you've gotta say, when you get into door knocking, right? A previous example I used, like when people come and knock on my door, and I, I, the first thing I say is, what do you think my home is worth? And they're like, well, I'll have to get back to you. 
okay? They don't know what they're talking about. If that person came and knocked on my door and said, hey, Mr. Young, I know you live at X address, 123 Main Street, here's the CMA, but more important, do you know that you have a million dollars of equity in your home? And by the way, here's three opportunities at, you know, like B Street and C Street and D Street, and you can buy these for X dollars, none of your own money, we can leverage it out of your home, and we can make you X number of dollars by the end of the year. Are you interested, yes or no? And they, guess what? It's a very receptive door knock because that's what I want to hear from people knocking on my door and disturbing me. What's my value? What's the equity? What can you do with it? What can you do for me? All, always is all about the client, right? What can you do for me at the end of the day? And if you can understand that logic behind what I'm doing, one, the CMA is very key. I mean, most people don't know how to do that properly. Uh, once you have that built, you can put it in the mail, which will cost a little bit of money. They cost a stamp usually. Uh, not a lot of money, but at the end of the day, you need, if you're gonna start fishing a neighborhood, you've got to become that expert, that local expert. Part of that is meeting people, right? You wanna meet people a day. So the other part of the equation is two people a day. So if you're building five CMAs a day, your goal should be to hand deliver these CMAs to the people you've built them for. It's a much more receptive way to get across to the client, and it's a much more receptive way for you to get engaged with people, and it, it forces you to meet people. And at the end of the day, sales is a people business. It's a contact sport. It's a hand-to-hand, chest-to-chest uh, business. And if you're not meeting people, you're not doing much in terms of real estate sales. And at the end of the day, it's a good forced way to get you out there to meet people. So, so it's building those CMAs will force you into meeting your, your, um, your quota of two people a day. And when you meet those people, you want to make sure that in that CMA is offerings for them to purchase, uh, and ironically enough, doing all that over the years, a lot of the time, most of my listings come from people who wanted to buy something and decided to sell anyways and used me because I was the guy who brought it to their attention. So that's how I use CMAs. That's part of the equation of offerings and that's part of the active lead generation. So you need to do that as well and go and follow us at therealtorcoach.com. Uh, I'm Stephen Young. I hope to see you next week.